Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, and uh, you know this is one of those uh, one of those recordings where I just need to take back and take the lumps. Uh, if you've been watching my channel for any length of time, you know that I've been able to give Taylor grief for three months in a row. Oh, you crushed me! Right it was so. fun. It was fun. <laughs> but now I need to step back because he called CPI headline being sub eight percent. I said he's he's ready for a beating round four which he was a man and said, if it happens, it happens. And he was right. So I'm going to sit back and let you take your victory lap. CPI headline was 7-7. What do you think? Is this the trend? What's going on? It'll be interesting. I don't know. I, I mean, I certainly <laughs> hope it's a trend. I certainly hope it's a trend for, for everyone's sake, right? But admittedly, if you look back to, to July, we saw this before. So we saw a tick down and then it ticked back up. So I don't know. We're going to have to continue to watch the data here, but it was nice to see a reprieve. And it was finally the first fresh of breath there that we've gotten to take. The market obviously went in fuego and fuego for the day on it. And you actually did get some follow through thereafter. So is it overcooked in the short term? Yes, it probably is overcooked the market in the short term. But nonetheless, this was the first time again. When you think about investing, et cetera, it's all about rate of change. It's not about what is the specific number. It's the direction that they're moving, right? So right now, the economy is still positive. GDP is still positive, at least in the macro standpoint. But the direction is not good. So you know, inflation seems to have rolled over. The Fed's work has seemed to finally you know, kind of cut down on inflation. We'll see if it continues. What, what, what are your thoughts? I'll stop babbling. Well, I think there's a couple of things. Um... You know, I, I think inflation readings get a little bit easier from here because of the base effect, right? That's something right. both you and I know. Basically, base effect for the folks watching is we're, we're people are we're only comparing like for like, like November to November, December to December. And if you guys don't realize, we've been in high inflation for over a year now, so we're starting to roll off bigger and bigger numbers. So the compares get easier, right? That's something that just is true. And to that point. Like when we're talking about getting back to 2% inflation, that's not like going back down. That's just growing at a smaller clip. So it's not, you know, our intention is not even to get back to, oh my gosh, prices are so high. We need to go back to where they were two years ago. Like that's not happening. Yeah. Just for numbers, let's say, for example, some, a widget cost you $100 in 2020 or 2019. Yep. And we've had 10% inflation. It's now $110. We're talking about 2% from here. That will take it to 112 point two dollars or whatever it is right nicely done yeah there you go i've done this before so again it's not going to 102 is the story right so we're just correct smaller so so th it's really interesting times i have uh, i was so surprised by the seven seven i dug in later that evening and there's some kind of wacky one-time adjustments that are um unusual specifically inform healthcare. me i'm not i'm not aware of this so inform me yeah, so healthcare has a once a year adjustment 
where healthcare went from being positive two to negative four. Yep. I did. I did see that. Anybody think healthcare got cheaper by 4% in (laughs) the last month? Yeah. No. (laughs) So that was unusual. Uh, I actually, I didn't do the math. Somebody else did. So this, this could be fake news, but basically they said, if you, if you had put healthcare in as a zero, a core would have been a, a higher reading, a six, a six, six. So it wouldn't, it would have gone up. So it would have, so it was six, five. It was, it called six, three. I called six, six. Somebody did the math that says, if you just had healthcare at zero, it would have been six, six. And Which again, again folks, is, is interesting because that's directionally higher, not directionally exactly. lower. Right. And that was the point that we tried to make before. It's not the number per se. It's where's that coming from, from up or down standpoint. And it would have been a new high, right? So it right. would have been, so this this is it raises questions, but we did sure. see enough deterioration in other things. Like a lot of the readings the last three months, we looked at it, it's like everything's more expensive. We're at least now starting to see some goods, which is really the only thing that can deflate go negative, which is good. So it'll it'll be very interesting to see. Uh, to me, at this point, uh, I I believe Powell has told us, you know, this CPI, PPI, all this other stuff is really for the media to jump on. We're going to see PCE core. I think it's next week. That's the number. Yeah. That's I, the number is it, is it, it might be this week. It might be Thursday might, of this week. Is it? I, have, I don't think so. I think it's I, next okay, week. Okay. Okay. I, I was wrong. I, it's some, so there's, there's another meaningful inflation stat that's coming out this week. So it's. Uh, yeah. I, the, the big number for me this week is retail sales Wednesday. Oh yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So again, uh, we live in interesting times, Taylor, where good news is bad news and bad news is good news. So <laughs> yeah. I, I think the forecast for retail sales is a positive 0.9. Let's just call it 1%. Uh, and for people that don't know what this means is if the consumer is strong, which we'll call one and a half strong, so meaningfully above expectations, I think that I think that drives rates higher and I think that hurts the stock market. Whereas if it comes in light, let's call it a half, this rally keeps going. What do you think? I, I think there's no doubt about that. Again, we are looking for bad news right now. We are looking for for it's weird, things. right? Bad news. <laughs> yeah. Point blank, we're looking for bad news, guys. Yeah, we need people to stop spending. Like that is, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. People spend, drive prices higher, inflation gets more meaningful, and it gets more entrenched in what we do. But what we're trying to do clearly is affect people's ability to borrow money which affects their ability to spend money on the other end. You obviously see it most meaningfully in mortgages being significantly more expensive. Now that's not retail sales. I get it. But I'm just saying that's an example of how we see the cost of debt going up. You look at it in credit card debt. If people can't afford to pay the credit card debts, obviously they need to start curbing their spending. It's just, again, a spiraling effect downhill. And I do think I do think that retail sales is starting to come in. I, I think you can see it in the company earnings. And I also think anecdotally, I think you can see it. I think that when you look around, most people would say, I have made adjustments to my lifestyle at this point. And yeah. maybe I'm wrong there. Is that your take as well? That's certainly what I hope for. I I have this sneaky suspicion that we are going to have one last party. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah. I think, I think this, like this holiday season, I think there's a couple of things that are going to happen. This is going to be the first holiday season where like, just the nonsense is over, right? <laughs> right. Fucking nonsense is over. And I think people are going to spend like crazy. And oh, by the way, they're going to get deals, right? Because retailers got a lot of extra stuff. 
So well, I was about to counterpoint you. I was going to counterpoint you and say, oh, oh yeah, well, I, I see where you're coming from there. I was going to counterpoint you and say, at least they're going to be spending less on that particular good because there's so oh, much true. inventory afloat. But maybe your point is they wouldn't have bought it otherwise. So now yes. they're just going to buy it and spend. Yeah. Granted, it'd be less than it would have cost, but they wouldn't but have it bought would it move, otherwise. They wouldn't have bought it. So retail sales in totality uh, will go up. So that, that's interesting. Uh, I, I'm, not I'm, a buyer. I'm not a buyer of that thought process for the record, but awesome. I will say that I, I, to your point, like I, I think people will spend, but I think that there's inventory gluts. So the cost reduction is going to bleed through. <laughs> and I just think, and maybe it's my cohort, like my, you know, I'm, I'm 34 and I think most 34 year olds are in the prime age that feel this, like, especially yeah. you have a kid or two, like it's, it's tough. It, you know, it, it is really tough with food costs getting so expensive mm -hmm. and you have to squeeze. You got to feed you those damn kids. You just those damn feed kids them. are hungry all day, every day. And they like expensive stuff. Like, uh, you know, these, these little yogurt pouches, they cost a dollar each. They eat like nine of them a day. I'm like, guys, slow down. Damn, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So the last thing I want to talk about in this discussion with your, your CPI victory lap, which again, you totally deserve. And I, I, you know, you, you, you are right. Is uh, fed Waller. Did you see his uh, thoughts this morning? Fed, I did fed not Waller. see thoughts. No, 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 not this morning. No. So Waller for folks that don't know is kind of uh, Powell's uh, Lieutenant, right? The, the most trusted guy. Uh, he came out today. I think he was being interviewed in Australia for an Australia, something or other. He basically said these two quotes, he said a lot, but I'll give you two quotes. One, Everyone should take a deep breath, calm down. We have a ways to go. Yep. And and, and the woman out on the West Coast, uh, the San Francisco Fed. Mary um, something. Mary yeah. So, yep. She Daly. said the same thing. Like like yeah. three or four people have come out and said the exact same thing. The, to, to our point before of like when he goes back in and, he, and again, this wasn't after a statement of his, but like. Now his next statement might be one of those like, guys, shut up. Like, I don't want the market running like it is. Like he, he legitimately does not want the stock market to do what it just did. Oh, he's going to come he out and be even Powell, by the way. Yeah, yeah. he means, yeah. yeah. So it, it's funny because, again, I believe the Fed, and we're about to see it uh, played out. The Fed has two tools. One is obviously the Fed rate, right, which we get, generally speaking, every six weeks. Yep. They also have this thing called a voice. And Powell is about to get loud and angry and Jackson Hole-like. And they can't like what happened last week. They just can't. Yep. Yeah. So here's interesting, like what we've been echoing from our company, and it's not about our investments, whatever. It's just about investing in general and, and, and taking a logical approach. So we have been bearish the entire year. Starting September 26, we started to say, okay, guys, we're not saying we're at a bottom by any stretch of the imagination, but what we're starting to feel comfortable is that we're within 10% of the bottom, 15%, whatever it is. But what you don't want to miss is those epic bounces off the bottom. So what we started to tell people is like, hey, take money for the next eight months, chunk it up into eight pieces and fire it at the market on you know the third Thursday of every month, whatever it is, but make it specific. Yeah. And so the point of me saying all this is like, last Thursday was one of those days. The days off the bottom, if you look at the last 50 years, the days off the bottom, the top 10 days come in 2008, 2009, 2020, three brutal, brutal markets. And then, oh, what's the last one? Two days after the Black Monday in 1987. Like yeah. the, the biggest eruptions happen right off the bottom. So you want to at least have some money getting to work at that point. So you're not missing that. And the market was up. 
you know, five and a half percent. The NASDAQ was crazy up almost seven and a half percent. Like those are massive wealth effect days that you want to be involved with. Yeah. I'm not. So no, just the last thing I'll say is like the thing that we're getting from everybody on social media is like, not yet. Okay. Well, why don't you come tell me when it's time? Why don't you come tell me when, when the bottom's in, cause you're going to ring the bell. Yeah. I was going to say, where's the bell? Yeah. Where's the bell? So just a, a couple of things. Uh, first and foremost, if people watch my channel, they'll know for the first time in 15 years, I started putting money to work about a month ago. Yep. Thanks to conversations we've had. And I'm up on every trade. Uh, and I was up a lot last week. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. I uh, love it. I love it. So I love again, it. Yeah. And again, I did tranches. I didn't do eight. I did four tranches. So I got a couple of tranches in, not everything. Uh, but yeah, it's just, um, yeah, just, you, when you get close enough, you can, nobody calls the bottom. I know that. And uh, I just picked assets, a lot of stuff with dividends uh, because I'm old. I'm not 34, as you shared earlier. My daughter's 31. Thank you very much. So, <laughs> you look um, great, by the way. Yeah, you I look, look great. great. <laughs> I look great. Well, I appreciate that. You do a lot of stuff to help the average investor on Instagram. What is the page? What should they follow? Yeah, follow us at Life Goal Investments. Again, we're just trying to make things easier. That's the overarching message that we're trying to put out is just simplifying the investment tactics. Awesome. Thank you so much.